sorry for the delay there. <clears throat> hey everybody, Nikki Burnett here. Taste Life Nutrition is my company. This is Taste Life Radio. We've got another beautiful day. It's snowing and raining at the same time, but what do you do? It's awesome. Um, we're going to have such a really cool show. You see my friend here. This is my friend Jeff. Jeffus. <laughs> we have now known each other. We were trying to figure it out. <clears throat> 25 years? 25 years. Yeah. Or so. Or so, yeah. Yeah, 24. Crazy. Uh, it's crazy cool. And so we're going to talk a little bit to Jeff, or a lot to Jeff, about life, about all of the things that I posted on the on the poster, health, music, business. Jeff is an entrepreneur. He's a musician. He's a composer. Um, and he is just super cool. So I try to be. And Yeah. And so we're gonna we're gonna hit on health. We're gonna talk a little bit up about the immune system. Um, these that you know these are times that are a little bit crazy, and we get that. And so I don't want to um, just you know harp on some of these things. But what I do want to do is just give some information about what's a good way to help our immune system in times like this. But anytime a healthy, robust immune system is important all of the time. <clears throat> So, yes, but what we do first with every show is we start with gratitude. So I was trying to figure out today what I, what I'm grateful for, because there's so much in the world to be grateful for. It's a crazy time. That's okay. But there's so much in the world to be grateful for. And I'm just still, I get a little bit annoyed sometimes, but I'm happy. I'm excited. Life is good. Business is good. Um, I've got good people in my life. And so it made me really grateful for the people who are those pivotal people in your life. And it's interesting because that's, you know, that's, you know, Jeff is one of those people for me. And it's interesting. We'll get into this history a little bit because, you know, you have the people who come in and out of your life and you know, these, these moments, as you look back, you don't know it at the time, but you see these moments where there was a shift and you're like, holy smokes, this is the coolest thing in the world. And I think it's the coolest thing in the world. And there, you know, and Jeff was one of those people. Um, and I don't, I, I assume you know this, but um, we'll get into it in a little bit. But I'm just super, I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful for all of those people, whether they're still in my life or not, right? You know, some of them are lessons learned. Some of them are, are shifts and changes in life and in business. Um, but it's really a beautiful uh, journey that we all take um, as we move through life and as people come and go. So... Um, with that, Jeff, your turn. Well, I guess that I would be number one, of course, always grateful. First off, for my dog Knuckles, uh, <laughs> because he's so cute. Dogs. And um, and you know, it's like I tell everyone that, that you know, if everyone in the world left me and hated me, my dogs would love me. So of course, shout out to my dogs. Um, but also pivotal turning points, uh, people that um, kind of changed everything. I have a lot of you friends out there that are that way. <laughs> that like. Um, you know, it changed my life to know you. Um, I just think that life is this uh, a magical thing that we, you know, that we can't explain sometimes. And even with all the crazy stuff that's happening, we have um, a lot to be grateful for. The fact that we have food, the fact that we have each other, the fact that we are actually alive, which is like a complete miracle. Um, that's generally <laughs> no what is what I generally go back towards. Is like, uh, you know, this is a miracle, and um, we're living in it. So. Um, you know, I've had worse times and these are good times, um, even with all the crazy stuff that's going on, because I think we're going to learn 
to all take care of each other again and to love each other again and to obviously build campfires and eat beans. Yeah. So, yeah, and actually get some fire back. Yeah, fires and uh, fiber uh, back in our diet. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those deals. I, I think we're going to make a lot of creative stuff and a lot of music, have a lot of fun times. It's just like the 90s people, you know, um, just, you know, that's basically the way things were. Um, and I just think that we're going to enter an age of, um, they're again, caring and compassion and empathy. That's the most important part of all of this. Yeah. Is that we become empathetic again and realize that, that this has become the great equalizer. But that's probably for another show. <laughs> we could go on and on. Yeah, no, I think that's a really great point. And I think that, um, you know, we have cycles in life and cycles in economics and cycles in all of the things that we do. And so... If we can look at this, I was actually listening to, um, it was a webinar last night, and it really, I, I loved it, because I feel okay, I'm fine with the stuff I get, like I said, I get annoyed with it, sure. and it's, there are things that are frustrating about it, but it's also scary for those, you know, we are, we're both entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we, we, um, we have to work <laughs> to live, to, 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 to make money, right, and you know, everybody's kind of freaking out a little bit. But if we can take this and let's, you know, put a spin on it. So these are not my words, but put a spin on it. And instead of this happening to us, it's happening for us. Sure. There's a reason for it, right? There's something that we can do. If we're stuck at home, if we're stuck inside, if we're not seeing clients, we're not having those contracts, whatever it is, take it and switch it, you know? So put your stuff online, do a course, do something um, positive and something that's going to allow you to move through this process. Keep your mind busy, keep your heart busy, hopefully make a little bit of money as we're all online, (laughs) you know, whatever it takes. And so, um, you know, I think it should be that way in all of life. You know, if there's something that kind of just hammers us, let's go, okay, I'm pissed, but how can I turn this into a way that I'm actually okay with it and I'm happy? Sure. Um, And I just think it, it, you know, I, that's, you know, gratitude in and of itself. And I think starting our day helps us to see things in a very positive way instead of just being mad. Because who wants to go through life being mad? Sure. It's ridiculous. So you have to live where you are. Um, You know, I don't live in the past. I don't live in the things that, you know, that I wish. It's like staying in desire, living in desire your whole life. Um, it's just going to lead you to heartache. So if you just live in this moment, you appreciate this moment. Mm. Uh, that's why I've been practicing for at least, I think, 25 years of my life. Before that, I lived in the past. <laughs> mm. I lived in the hopeful present. And um, the only thing that I can do um, to actually find happiness and contentment, the contentment is the big deal, uh, where, we, where we don't long for things that aren't. We don't you know, want things to be different than they are. Very content in the moment. And we say this is the moment, and this is a magical moment. This is a miracle moment, and so I'm going to live in that and be happy. And um, if I do that, then it just manifests itself. It's going to be. It's going to happen. You yeah. Know? And yeah. actually, is happening when I do that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not hopefully that something uh-huh. will come from that. That's actually making that happen. The minute I say we'll be content and I will not desire more. Um, so that's kind of the key to like Zen Buddhism and all those type of things, you know. Um, but. We won't go into that. That's another. That's also another. Show. <laughs> yeah. How many shows are we going to do now? Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm, I'm signed up for two more shows now. <laughs> many more to come. I'm yep. sure. Um, cool. Okay. So I think what I want to do now is I want to get in a little bit to why Jeff is here. Um, you know, we obviously have a history. I want to talk about who he is, what his own history is. I want to talk about his music. 
Um, and I want to talk about, you know, like I said, he's he's an entrepreneur. Um, I believe he's had multiple businesses. He's got a really cool business right now. Um, so I just want to, I want you to know why he's here. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And so I want to start with, um, like I said, it's been 25 years. And this is the thing. So you, if you watch the show, if you watch the Facebook Lives, whatever, you know that I have a small passion for dogs and nutrition and life, right? So it's 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 everything that I am. It's it's a it's a huge piece of who I am. But I didn't know that when I met Jeff. And so <laughs> Jeff is the person, the first person who took me into a health food store. And I went into this health food <laughs> store. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I went in. I was like. Holy smokes! This is so cool. Right. And so I, it wasn't long out of grad school where truly I was. It was Taco Bell, Dr Pepper. I can't even imagine what I what I ate. Um, but the thing that made that was that made an, one of those impressions or made an impression in the store was they had these bulk herbs, mm -hmm. and it wasn't you know um, you know parsley and celery or mm -hmm. cauliflower, cauliflower, not vegetables, herbs, oregano. I'm not speaking well, but it was medicinal herbs, and it was these cool. I'm like. This is amazing. You know, mm -hmm. this is God-given medicine. I had no idea what it was, and I was completely overwhelmed. And I thought, this is the coolest thing. Yeah. What do you do with it? And so I left there just in my mind going, this is amazing stuff. And how do I, what, how do, I do anything with it? And, I, I mean, here I am now. I think I'm pretty confident in herbs and in, you know, herbal medicines and combinations and supplements i mean it, it's you know everything that i do and everything yeah. that i am besides food and dogs so that was it's it was so interesting to me that that just it sits on me going that was an introduction to what my life was going to be sure which is bizarre and it was years later but just cool stuff well it's kind of my background in that is that you know, I'd, I'd been in a place um, for about a year in my life or longer. Before that, before I met you, I had been, you know, you know, hitting clubs and playing music all over the place. And so, you know, of course, staying up all night and drinking and doing all those fun things that you do um, when you're in your 20s. And so the, like, the pivotal point for me was um, going out to eat one night uh, on a date with a girl. And I, then I drove home. I'm not going to say where we eaten, but I'd, I'd eaten like a real fatty, real carby meal, just tons of sugar, wine, all sorts of stuff. Not putting down wine. Wine's our friend. Wine is our friend. But um, <laughs> most of the time. In, but like, I seriously, I I had not felt well in days, and I pulled over to the side of the road, and I lost that whole dinner on the side of the road. And as <laughs> as unappetizing as that sounds, I went home and started really thinking about things. And then I went to the library um, and started looking up, you know, just basic nutrition, the things that I, I probably w wasn't taught because my parents, I'm, you know, I'm Gen X, man, I'm latchkey. <laughs> you know, I was at home like... And from small town Texas. Yeah, in small town Texas. <laughs> and so it's like one of my favorite things to tell people, and they, what do you mean you're like latchkey kid? I'm like, okay. I called my mom one time and I said, mom, there's nothing in the kitchen. But she said, what's in the kitchen? I was like, there's two pieces of white bread. There's a red onion. There's a stick of butter and a bottle of ketchup. That's it. That is it. And she goes, well, get you, get yourself to making a white bread, onion, and butter sandwich with ketchup then. I'll be home later. And so that's basically how I, you know, I came up. Mm -hmm. um, just learning to make whatever I could just to stay alive and 
Um, then in my 20s especially, you know, I, I just I had a really hard time financially. I was eating anything that I could eat, bologna, I like just buying all that cheap mm, food. All the good stuff. Yeah, fried yeah. bologna sandwiches. And so then I just sat down <clears> and I read this book. I started reading about amino acids and, and you know, the proper amino acids that I, my, my body needed and protein and carbohydrates and what those things. And even though they taught you that in high school, that's fine. Not really. You're not listening. You're just trying to pass a <laughs> test. Yeah. I was asleep in the back. Uh-huh. Um, but <clears throat> it was uh, just one of those deals that I kind of became a pescatarian for a while. And I think I pretty much was that when I met you. I went out and planted a garden. My mother did teach me to you know, garden when I was a kid. And um, in Waco, where I met you, mm-hmm. um, I had this little tiny garden in the backyard. And um, at one point, uh, probably a year after I met you, I ended up becoming a vegetarian for 10 years. Really? Uh, yeah. And so I, I started ex- experimenting with my kids, um, you know, just um, seeing how, you know, these foods work with them and, uh, and their, their uh, health, uh, you know, just just uh, blossomed. I mean, they just they went from kids with no energy um, that were maybe running around and, you know, that ate candy and things like that. And I became, mm-hmm. the, you know, the dad that was like, well, I know candy sounds fun right now, but how about this broccoli? <laughs> you know, right. You know, like we got some nice cauliflower mash going on over here. So, um, but you know, my my kids Tobias and Willow, I raised them completely vegetarian and, and to the point where I had them. I, I told them you can eat meat when you want meat, and so when they wanted meat, all of a sudden I all of a sudden I wanted meat, and then we started eating meat again. Meat is our friend, also yeah, good, healthy meat. Yeah, and so <laughs> we, um, you know. It's just, uh, nutrition has been the thing that really kind of changed my life. It's kept me going in the times that I didn't take care of myself. The fact that I was already healthy beforehand and, you know, every once in a while I still jump into the, um, a, you know, bag of uh, Ritz crackers and, um, and, you know, cheese. I eat too much cheese still. Um, Most of us do. But, yeah. I'm better than I used to be. I don't eat much anymore, but. But I, I worked in, but I worked in, um, you know, in, in health and whole foods for a long time. And uh, mm-hmm. that was actually mm-hmm. kind of my introduction as well, is going to that little store in Waco. And yeah. I was like, wouldn't this be really cool to work in this? I mean, everyone here is like really seeking to be healthier and happier. And, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. And plus all the free samples. Samples anyways. are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was awesome. half in there for the free samples because I was poor. <laughs> yes, but you are in your 20s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Awesome. Um, so... In, in learning more about Jeff, you know, um, I was able to, I heard a lot of his music, um, and his music was amazing and, and beautiful, and so we're going to get to that here in just a few minutes, um, but what's interesting about us, you may not care, but I think it's super interesting, is that over the years, as we sort of went about our, our way, we kind of followed each other around a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. And so we met in Waco, went up to Fort Worth, and then ran into each other randomly in Las Vegas. Oh, uh, with Las Vegas, was I it? saw that. Was now, it DC? I'm not really sure where it was. I think it was like a, I can't remember where it I was. I feel like maybe if it wasn't Vegas, it was DC, because it was at but a I've conference. Never, but, I've never been to, but I've never been to Vegas. So it could have oh. been Vegas. Okay, so it must have been DC because I remember <laughs> but, it. But we, but we have seen each other, and then we both ended up moving to Colorado. Yeah, you before me, uh-huh. and um, and yeah, and it's like, um, and I think we we um, Facebook um, suggested that we become friends or something like that after I got <laughs> over on over and over again. Yeah, I was one of the last people to get on Facebook. I was like, I'm not doing that, you know. And now I'm much like a junkie. You know yeah. I mean, I'm like, hey, look at my shoe, you know, yeah, to people. Isn't this a cool shoe? You know? Food. So here's my he food. He likes his yeah. food, yeah. Here's my food. Here's my dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you're interested. So. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay, so besides being a musician, you have a company. You started, what, two years ago? Uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah, yeah. 8650 Restoration. 8650 yeah. Restoration. Mm -hmm. So talk about that, because that's cool stuff. Well, um, about 20 years ago, I lived in a log cabin. I lived in John Denver's old log cabin in Georgetown, Colorado. It was really? Actually, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was uh, my wife and our, uh, that's our first house together. And um, it was the first time to live in a log house, and it was really drafty, and it needed a lot of work. And so um, after doing a lot of work to it, we, it was still just, you know, it, it just, um, it was in pretty bad shape. So um, I just always kind of had a thing for log homes and uh, restoring homes. So we started doing flips at one point of not log homes, but like lake houses and things like that. And, you know, when I moved to Denton, Texas, I lived in a red house, but... I went to school for, I've gone to school for so many things. I went to school for horticulture and landscape design and um, ended up getting like yard of the month awards and stuff like that. Um, but we just, I ended up taking a lot of the skills that my dad gave me when I was a kid and started, you know, fixing up old houses and selling them. And at one point I was, I realized that I liked this more than I liked anything else. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I was really having this realization mm -hmm. after I was um, doing a master's program in marketing uh, it would, on, you know, online with Cornell University, and I was like, this is what I want to do for my living. I want to be a marketer, you know, and, and so I ended up becoming a marketing director for a hospital, and uh, I also was uh, in city sales for the city of Fayetteville, Arkansas, but I couldn't stop building. Which was right by my, by my parents, by the way, yeah, so you yeah. followed me and my, and my parents. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, um, and I just couldn't get away from building things and restoring things. I've been restoring and refurbishing cars, old British and German cars, my whole life. If you know me, you know I got a BMW, and you know it's an older one, and you know I drive really fast, and you know, and I love old Land Rovers, and so I've got two old Land Rovers that I'm working on, but it, I just have this like weird thing about me that I like to take things that um, a lot of people have totaled, or they're just like I don't want this anymore. I'd like to say I like I rescue and love things, and so I'll you know, um, one day this lady just asked me, do you think you could restore a log home if you do all these other things, and I said sure, but. Um, it takes me a long time to do things because I'm, if you know me, I'm like super um, OCD about things and I want things to be perfect. In fact, kind of the thing about 8650 is I tell people, your house is going to be better than it was when it was new because I have new technology, I have new products, mm -hmm. we have new techniques, you know, and we have all the different things in, in order to make it. Plus, the people that built your house probably weren't as OCD as I am. And so I basically go in with my crews. And uh, we fully strip a house down to bare wood. Uh, we take all the chinking and caulking out of it. And uh, we just start the whole house over. So um, we do historical structures, old churches. Um, we also do wood-sided cabins. We restore decks. And um, it's just we get to work up in the mountains and beautiful properties. Uh, with really, with, you know, and it's really nice because almost everybody that I'm dealing with, they're really happy because they're, they are up in the mountains and restoring something that has maybe been in their family for 100 years. Mm. Uh, we're about to do a house up in the um, Pike National Forest that's 120 years old. Nice. For the, for the National Forest <clears throat> Service. And we're starting to do corporate accounts now. But um, it was something that I honestly I thought it was going to be a side project. I thought it was just going to be, you know, I'm a marketing director, and I was literally mm. – Taking, getting out of my suit in my office mm -hmm. and putting on jeans and boots and grabbing my tools and heading to home and working on a home um, until 9, 10 o'clock at night and under f cell phone flashlights. I mean, no joke. I'd be working <laughs> on a home and somebody's <laughs> holding up the cell phone. So, um, That's awesome. After the first three or four houses, um, word got out in the log home community. 
people saw the pictures of the work that I did and it literally was one of those things that just shocks you within a year my wife quit work as a nurse I quit a salary job as a marketing director she's also a beautiful musician oh uh, she's a fantastic musician yeah she's actually a better musician than I am <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, and so, like, you know, now we run 8650 Restoration, um, and we work, you know, in three states, Colorado, New Mexico, and Texas, and um, it's just really fun and interesting. You get a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, it, it's a very healthy job, and we get a lot of fresh air and sunshine, got lots of vitamin D, and uh, at the same time, we get a lot of injuries. So Yeah, I would imagine. And you've helped me on a lot of the injuries. So, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So my first injury, I think I called you, and... Um, you know, I injured my knee, which I've injured my other knee, and, and used the same uh, you know type of stuff, which was basically just getting a lot of collagen in my diet, making sure and keeping mm -hmm. it you know active, and um, using doing a lot of yoga, basic yoga. Yep. And good. I've got the function back. All the good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So. Okay. Good. So um, I think we're gonna get ready for yeah. <laughs> get the t-shirt out there. We're going to get ready for a little music, but first I want to talk about um, a company that you've heard me talk about before. It's called Rightful. Um, this is a company who is brand new to the supplement world. It's a liquid, um, and it's really great stuff. So they, they, they created this as a supplement for inflammation and for pain, and literally it takes pain and inflammation down. It's a turmeric supplement. It's also got a little bit of CBD. It's based in coconut, uh, coconut uh, milk. I believe, um, and it's got eight plant-based ingredients in it. So um, it's got an AM and a PM, and I I love it because my sleep is amazing. Oh, my dreams. My goodness, the dreams that I had last night are crazy. They were just really vivid dreams, um, which means, right, you're getting into your REM sleep. This mm -hmm. is a good place. This is where you want to be. Um, but then during the day, I'm more focused and alert and aware. And I have a problem sometimes with finishing tasks. You know, I'm always kind of jumping around, sure. jumping around. And that's sort of a focus for me personally is something that on, on multiple different, different levels, but this has become one of them. How can I remain more focused throughout the day and get through the, the tasks, tasks that I need to get through? So this is a great product. Um, <clears throat> and there are more and more pain management and, uh, yeah, pain management groups that are using this on a regular basis. So that's an interesting point because we are moving a little bit outside of the the natural health uh, world, the functional medicine world, functional nutrition world, and starting to move into the allopathic world. And that's what we want. We want to be able to combine natural health with the allopathic world because we are not bits and parts and pieces that are um, separate right and so our, our bodies aren't separate our organ systems aren't separate we're not separate from each other mm. we are energe energetically connected but we need to be the same with the allopathic world the allopathic world does kind of see us in bits and parts i work on the heart i don't work on the kidneys well mm -hmm. everything affects everything we need to keep that in mind and so that's where the functional world comes in and we start to to bring this together and work together on all of these on on all of these planes right um I believe, and somebody might get really mad at me, and that's okay, but I believe that allopathic medicine is a great, it's great with acute care. It's lacking in chronic care. I think um, functional medicine is amazing in chronic care, but there's not as much acute care. So, um, unless you actually are a physician and you're trained in both, okay? And so it's a good thing to have those come together. And so Rightful is one of those that's kind of bridging both of those. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, so, good company. 
You should try it. It's good stuff. Um, now, music. Well, real, before the music, real quick, you were talking about dreams. And I, I literally, like two nights ago, I had the craziest dream where my dog flapjack. So if you ever watch anything about my dogs, I have like one really crazy husky. And I had this dream that I was in the front yard planting flowers, seriously. And like all of a sudden in my dream, I had like a 74 Trans Am. I don't know why. But <laughs> Not I, a BMW. I heard the engine start and I turned around and looked and my dog was behind the wheel. All of a sudden he took off across town. And so I managed to jump in and get him out. And then I put him in the backyard and I was like, leave the car alone. And so then I went back to planting flowers and I heard the car start again but this time he took off all the way drove all the way underneath the bridge and all of a sudden I heard a loud crash and then a series of crashes and I was all like oh crap and then I woke up but that was my dream well I hope so, Blackjack was okay in yeah, your dream yeah he was yeah, I'm sure he was fine so anyway so Jeff writes all of his own music um, so whether it's the lyrics or whether it's the music itself he <laughs> you're getting a nice laugh um, <laughs> he, he it's all his it's original it's beautiful which one are you doing um, this is a piece that um, I wrote called um, June's Lullaby. Mm. And so um, I named it um, after my friend Jessie, um, Jessie's daughter. And so because she told me her daughter listened to it all the time. So anyway, this is how it goes.
amazing. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> That's so beautiful. Okay, so when did you when did you write that? Um, probably about uh, I don't know five years ago. Okay. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Thank you. I love it. All right, here on the stream, KUHS Denver, we have now over a hundred thousand people watching this. Hundred thousand people. Good stuff. So um, this is a great station. They do great things, and they bring in amazing. Or I, but we bring in <laughs> amazing musicians. <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you. Okay, I we're going to do more. Well, I, yeah, I was, I was wondering while I was playing that, if you've ever had that long that you weren't saying something on the air. No, Has but that, I'm okay yeah. with it. Because okay. I know I, I have a, a radio show, sort of. Uh, but I was just making sure that it wasn't yeah. an uncomfortable silence. Uh, we're like, uh, yeah. is he done yet? Up. Is he done? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually not much of a talker. So uh, this is, this is sort of outside of my... Whatever. My comfort zone. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not much of a talker. I have a radio program. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the scary thing about having a radio program is talking constantly. Anyway. Can I give a shout out real quick? Yeah. Hey, I want to give a shout out to all my friends in mm -hmm. Colorado, all my peeps in Denton, and all my friends from high school and in spring, from Springtown, Texas, because I love all of you. And my buddy Joe. You know, Hi, you're my baby boy. <laughs> and then my family, my kids, and my dogs. Okay, that's the all. Okay, good. And my granddaughters. Good. Go okay. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to talk a little bit about now. We talk, we, you know, we're, we're in this place of a lot of fear. Um, and so I, I want to not focus on the fear. I want to focus on health and wellness and the understanding that a robust immune system is important now, but a robust immune system is important all the time. This isn't anything new that we need to be focused on. So we need to focus on our immune system. One of the things that um, I thought would be fun about bringing Jeff in too is his, besides his early health history, what he's done over the last couple of years is gone from kind of a smaller guy Thin, thin. Well, I don't like the word smaller. <laughs> so, sorry, but you're thinner. And I you, was thinner. You yes. are, he has been, it's been two years, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Really just going to the gym and bulking up. And yeah, I mean, look at that. I saw, <laughs> okay, good. All right. Um, <laughs> I saw a picture of a t-shirt that he was in where his t-shirt basically looked like my arms in a t-shirt. Um, and now his. I wasn't, this, I wasn't that thin. No, it wasn't this. There wasn't this. Then no, um, I have a muscle or two in there. Um, but now he's he is. It's a focus to be healthy. And if we're strong, we're building the immune system. If we're strong, we're building our neurological system and our brain health and and everything. And so it's important to be strong. We don't all have to be super buff, but to be strong is an important part of being healthy. And so um, I do want to hit on the immune system because in what we can do to support the immune system. And so one of the most important things besides going to the, you don't have to go to the gym, go for a walk, walk an hour a day, mm -hmm. just get out, you know, walk in the grass, be in the sun, you know, walk your dog, do things that are active, move constantly. This is going to build the immune system. Don't be afraid of being outside. Don't sit in your house during this time, mm -hmm. go outside, enjoy being outside. Yep. Okay. Um, but your microbiome is an incredibly important part of the immune system. It's upwards of 70% of our immune system. So our microbiome is our gut health, right? It's our gut bacteria. Actually, that's a lie. 
our microbiome is all of the bacteria that lives in and on us. And so then we have our microbiota, which can be our oral microbiota, our gut microbiota, and so forth. And so supporting that and making sure that these bugs that we're carrying around with us, because they are our friends, and mm -hmm. we're you've heard me say this, we're just little bug vessels. That's all we are. Yeah. Our bugs are our immune system. They're our mental and our emotional health. They're our personality. They're so much a part of who we are. They're these amazing little cool creatures. And we have to support them because if we don't support them, then what's going to happen is we're going to have the bad bugs, the opportunistic bugs, the pathogenic bugs. They're going to get out of control. Then what happens? We have a we have a, a, a sad immune system or personality changes. Literally, depression, anxiety, sadness. If we are if our if our gut health and our microbiome is not healthy. It will change us. Our microbiome, our, our gut is also where 90% of our serotonin, which is our happy neurotransmitter, mm -hmm. is produced. So we have to have, as well as certain vitamins, we have to have a good, healthy microbiome. So things to support that. Of course, there are probiotics, <clears throat> different types of probiotics. Mix them up. If you're going to take a probiotic, mix it, up, mix it up. You don't want to take the same thing all the time because you want different bugs. Fermented foods, vegetables. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of vegetables, I can't tell you, and not the same kind. For those of you out there who are eating chicken and broccoli and rice every day, you have to stop. Because there are, stop. A, lot of, there are a lot of people in the gym <laughs> that believe, I'm going to eat healthy, so all I'm sure. going to eat is chicken, chicken breast broth. and some rice. Which Boiled really do. chicken breast at that. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Um, and then, um, and then you know, a little broccoli or a little cauliflower or whatever. We need a wide variety of food, of, of, of plant-based foods, because the wider the variety of the plant-based foods we eat, the wider the variety of, the, of our microbiome. Mm -hmm. And we have to have that. Um, so with that said, I am curious about what you're doing besides getting into the gym. Um, I know that you're a healthy guy anyway. What are the things that you like to do to keep yourself healthy and then just maybe even mentally and emotionally healthy with all the craziness? Well, you know, the, the thing is, is that why, how I got into this is that <laughs> when I when I first met you, I had been, you know, I'd gotten off of tobacco. I was raised in a tobacco kind of household. And um, so I, you know, I quit smoking for a year and I'd gone to the gym every single day for a, for a year. And um, at the time that I met you, I was, you know, cycling to work and things like that. So, uh, and I was eating well. Mm -hmm. um, then, you know, it, it just, I got, I fell into this kind of a rut over a, probably a 10 year period to where I started doing better financially. And so I started eating, uh, you know, eating better. Like most of my life, uh, my young life had been coffee and, you know, the occasional hot dog, uh, but like maybe a whole, <laughs> a whole day without food. And I was like, it's okay because coffee's my friend. And so, yeah. And so, um, you know, it's, it's one of these, people think that. yeah. And so uh, what I, what did I ended up doing one day is I saw a picture of myself when I was 29, 30 years old. Um, and I, I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize myself. And I was like, okay, so I'm either going to slide off into that 50 to 70 thing to where you're like, life is freaking over. I'm going to talk about how old I am all the time, uh, my knee pains, all this sort of stuff, or else I'm going to go kick the crap out of life. And so, you know, I came up with this Good thing. Attitude. I got this. I came up with this thing when I, it sounds as cheesy as it sounds. I have my own um, initiatives and things that drive me. And so, I sit down and make my own programs for me. Mm -hmm. And so, my first program was um, I call it MHP, which was sounds cheesy, but it was maximum human potential. I wanted to see 
how, you know, like the greatest me I could be, which was like in music, which in art, and all those other things that everyone already knew me for, but I wanted to feel the best that I could feel. I had major problems with anxiety, PTSD, um, depression. I mean, it was always constantly messing with me. And so I started just one by one dropping off the things that I felt were, like I'd eat something and I'd notice that it changed. Just, well, first it was sugar. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it was just too much flour, which, you know, um, ends up just Gluten's becoming. not our friend. Yeah. And so, and so it was just one thing after the mm-hmm. other. I st- me and pork, we're still pals. Uh, we, we're, we just wave at each other every once in a while. <laughs> Sometimes we just, like, make out. I mean, like, I, I freaking love some bacon. I'm always going to love bacon. Nitrate-free. Bacon. Shout out to bacon. Um, yeah. <laughs> So it's, um, but what, but what I ended up doing was, I, you know, I was almost to the point of quitting smoking, but um, I couldn't find a way to do it. And so I thought, well, I'm going to get a new addiction, and that's going to be the gym. So I literally, instead of having a cigarette in the morning, I just went to the gym, and I found that after about the third day, I didn't want a cigarette anymore at all. That's amazing. And so I, I like to tell people a good way to probably quit smoking. Um, and I actually did this was I got bought a box of Twinkies. It's actually kind of funny. And I, if I was needing the hand to mouth thing that people say that they need so badly, I put a Twinkie right there and I would take bites out of it like that. And I don't really I like all things. I don't really like Twinkies very much. I'm not pushing Twinkies. <laughs> I'm just telling you whatever you have to do. And then that became healthy things. Like, um, in the morning I would have a shake. Um, but then I was still like, I was still probably 25 to 30 pounds overweight at that point. Um, even though I was thin, I had it like, you know, all in here, um, like your traditional, you know, late 40s, early 50s guy. I know you think I'm 32. I'm not. So, um, and so I just started intermittent fasting. I read up on intermittent fasting, which is really, I still practice intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. which is not fasting where you're like missing a whole day. Some people do that, but most of us just only eat for eight hours a day. I don't start so eating. I, in, yeah, I, yeah. I don't start eating until 11 mm-hmm. o'clock. Yep. Um, then I stop eating at either seven or eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't ever break that. I do. Sure. Yeah. You don't ever want to be crazy about that kind of thing. Cause I sure. don't think it does us any good. I think no. mentally and emotionally we don't because sometimes our body's going to tell us, you know what? I really need something right now. Sure. Sure. And it, mm-hmm. and it, and, and it became plant forward. So like the mm-hmm. very first thing that entered my body, um, in the morning was black coffee and water. And I can have that anytime I want, black coffee or water. Mm-hmm. But I don't want anything, not even a like drop of milk because my body starts metabolizing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, right. um, and so what I'm wanting to do is I'm wanting to work off of basically glycogen, right? I mean, I'm wanting to, when I go to work out, I'm going to work out fasted. And I think I think that's right. So if that's wrong, let me know. But you're basically, I'm working off of, um, it seems like nothing, but there is actually something there. I still have this, so my body's going to start consuming this. I just got through bulking, okay? So I have a little bit of chub left, but it's it's pretty chub, like a silverback gorilla. And okay. So, so I want to make sure that we're able to get through this because we've got two oh, other sorry. songs. No, it's okay. We, I just I want to make sure that everybody gets to hear. But, but it's music. just it's just nutrition. Mm-hmm. I mean, more yeah. than anything, focusing on nutrition and and then um, going to the gym at least three times a week. A lot of water and then sleep has been the thing that I've discovered in the past six weeks. Sleep has been the the greatest thing. It's like getting you know eight to ten hours of sleep a night. And that's I think that's a it's kind of a, a point that I wanted to make for some of you who maybe are trying the intermittent intermittent fasting. Um, it is a great thing. It works really well for some and for others not as much. And so never push too hard on something like that. Sure. But there are some people who are waking up um, in the middle of the night and they can't go back to sleep. Sometimes it's due to a drop in glucose. So when your glucose drops, 
uh, your cortisol goes up, and that's what happens in the morning. Glucose mm-hmm. drops, cortisol goes up, and so it's time to get up, but you don't want that at 3 o'clock in the morning. At least most of us don't. So um, what could happen for those of you who are dealing with that is maybe you need to go grab a protein or a little sure. something to snack on, not sugary, not bready, nothing, you know, something to put in your belly to get to, to stabilize and go back to sleep. So it's something, it's a, it's a, it's an easy trick that I tell clients um, and it works a lot. doesn't always work. There are lots of reasons that go into lack of sleep, but um, I just really wanted to put that out there because that can happen, um, especially when we're doing the intermittent fasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it's, and it's not that I do it all the time there again. It's just right. a lot of times it's for a gut recheck. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I can clean my gut out and then mm-hmm. like I can have that and I'll have Megan, my wife makes like great fermented goods. And awesome. so we'll have kimchi and mm-hmm. um, you know, all types of like she makes uh, sauerkraut and um, kombucha, mm-hmm. yeah. and so like good. you know it just helped get all that good gut flora going uh-huh. back on again. Yeah. And so when I start feeling puny, that's the thing that I do is I go mm-hmm. into a fasting a lot of water mm-hmm. and then but making sure that when I'm eating in that eight hour period, I'm eating really healthy. You yeah. know, yeah. A, a lot of uh, plant based foods, a lot of really good you know solid proteins and easy to adjust things. Yeah. You know, I good. watch it on the tofu and things like that. Even though tofu I love tofu, tofu doesn't do you any good. Yeah. Yeah, Don't so, do tofu. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I, like, I pretty much laid off of it. It's, no like, it's not, not, not necessarily good for a guy. Or a girl. Yeah. So, but, uh, um, okay, cool. So um, I want to talk real quick about Zymogen. Then we're going to go into some more music. And uh, we still want to fit in two more songs. So um, Zymogen is a company that is a science-driven data-driven company. Uh, they're a really great company. Something that I forgot you saw it on the Rightful was if you want Rightful, go to their website and put in TLN20. Sorry, I totally forgot to say that. But for um, for Zymogen, you can go to my website and you can click on the Zymogen link or the whole script. So there it is. Rightful, TLN20, put in that code. For, <laughs> for Zymogen, though, um, uh, you'll put in uh, Radio 5. So go to my website, put in Radio 5, um, and you'll get a discount. They're a great company. They have a whole line of immune-boosting products. So here's their Immune Essentials. They have amazing probiotics, all for for many different reasons. Um, They've got colostrums to help to support immunoglobulins, lots of great things, Um, you know, vitamin D, simple enough, things like that. So a great company put in uh, uh, Radio 5, and that's the code for... Uh, Zymogen. Now, more music. <laughs> what are you going to play? Okay, I'm going to do a piece that I wrote um, back when I was in my 20s. Um, I want to say hi to my FitBod family. Anyway, uh, FitBod's a, an online uh, like workout community. And cool. so I just got some hellos from the FitBot community. <laughs> hey, guys. And they've been a big part of my journey as well. So if awesome. you can get part of, a, you know, become part of any type of health or fitness yeah. group. Yeah, it helps to have support. But this is called uh, this is called Green, and I wrote this back in probably 1994. Pre, this is before we met, and uh, so we met somewhere around there. This song, though, I remember. It's a, such an amazing and beautiful song. Hopefully, I won't screw it up. <laughs>
Anyway, I love that song so much. It's Thank really, you. just really gorgeous. Um, I think uh, when I was posting about this, I said that his classical classical guitar just really moves me to tears, and I just, it's just amazing. Thank you. I love it. Um, okay, so we have just a little bit more time. So what I want to talk about is dogs. Dogs. <laughs> I want to talk about dogs. We always have to talk about dogs. We usually have a dog on here that we try to get adopted, but uh, things have been a little bit crazy, as we know, so that um, could not happen today. But we can talk about dogs, and then we're going to listen to another song. And so really what I want is um, he had messaged me one time about feeding dogs. Um, and so if you follow me, you know that I'm a full believer in raw feeding and feeding real food, and then I hate the term human food mm -hmm. food is food Perfect. it's not human food so Amen. yeah preach it <laughs> so i want to know what you feed your dogs oh okay well um you have it, one or two you have two right i have two big yeah. huskies yeah. yeah um i have an abnormal uh abnormally large husky who's like we thought it was a wolf breed for a long time mm -hmm. we got the dna test and mm -hmm. found out he's in the shaquille o'neal of huskies <laughs> so whereas awesome. average husky male weighs about 65 pounds uh -huh. he weighs anywhere depending on how lazy he's been between 95 and 100 pounds and he's wow. uh, like almost a hand higher so when you see giant knuckles he is a full-blooded husky Wow. He's just a giant. So, um, so yeah, it, you know, it kind of depends on um, what they're going through, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. They get anything from fish and, um, you know, lean meats. Um, we do give them some kibble. It's, it's high-quality kibble. 
But it, yeah, but no such thing like like like. There's no such thing as human food. There's no such thing as high quality kibble. Yeah, well, so I, I get you. I get you. <laughs> but um, you asked what we fed them. But um, it, but generally they're getting like you know whole foods. Like there was a, a time period that we went through that we just we got them organic chickens and um, rice and fresh vegetables, which we found that they really liked a lot. Um, but uh, huskies are really picky, and so they'll go through time periods. We'll eat that, then they want fish, you know. And mm-hmm. so, um, and then we've done some um, raw foods. The funniest raw food story was um, lamb. Okay, so we got raw lamb for them one time, and Knuckles loved it. Mm-hmm. While my uh, my other dog Flapjack, who's crazy, who stole my car in my dream, um, he uh, <coughs> we put the bowl down in front of him, and he went over and sniffed it, and his stuff was so raw that he started barking at it. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> and he like got across the room. His hair was up on his uh, his back, you know. And That's so, great. so yeah. Um, it just you know with them, we kind of change it up constantly. Mm-hmm. Generally, the the foods are are raw. Some things are slightly cooked. You know, some of them are just scraps that we have. But we look at it. Of course, I'm not giving them chocolate and macaroni and cheese. Um, but um, you know, pretty much we eat healthy. They eat healthy. Mm-hmm. So whatever we're kind of into, they're kind of into it yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. The re- one of the reasons why I found that. Um, you know, I, I got to thinking about like what we're cooking. You know, how am I cooking, and what are they smelling? And this is what kind of got us, you know, away from kibble. Um, was that how would you like to eat up? You know, well, how would you like to see somebody eating a steak over there, and smelling all that, but you're eating, you know, dried up bone crackers Fresh. and beaks and things like all ground mm-hmm. into something. You know, so um, this you know kind of got me moving that direction. My mom um, also, when I was a kid, we had like 13 to 15 dogs. We really did. Wow. Yeah, so my mom. I didn't know that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so my mom would, you know, was constantly bringing home little dogs. We had lots of little dogs, but mm-hmm. I also had coon hounds. And so, uh, you know, if I left my, my hounds out, they would go hunting and they would they would eat what they caught. Yeah, so it should be, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we kind of um, do that. It's like human food is, is dog food and, you know, dog food is human mm-hmm. food. I mean, like, it mm-hmm. just, it's we, we kind of just buy for yeah. the whole um for the whole family and they're part of it. They sleep on my bed. They go places mm-hmm. with me. They mm-hmm. spend just about every moment with us. Yeah. So I don't see them as being different and they're not gonna get a substandard diet. That's just not how, how we Good. operate. What Perfect. do you feed your dog? All raw. So they get, it depends on what, what I have. So it's chicken, mm-hmm. could be beef, could be elk, could be fish, mm-hmm. uh, could be, it was the turkey, yeah. right? Could mm-hmm. be any of it. Um, I also have it ground up in chubs, so they're getting bone, they're getting organ meat. Okay. They have to have beef liver. They have to have beef liver th- for the copper content, very mm-hmm. important. Um, and then they'll get cod liver oil and some fish oil sure. and um, some veggies, uh, a little bit of veggie, and some kelp. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And we do, like, you know, at my house, like, I, it's, it's uh, you know, awful to some of you people, but at 9 o'clock every night for pretty much Knuckles' entire life, um, and now Flapjack, we have, like, the 9 o'clock, you know, cheese. Um, it's just that they're nightly, like, <laughs> treat for being uh-huh, good. Uh-huh. And so they just get a little tiny bit of cheese, or it'll be peanut butter, something like that, you know, when we eat really good peanut butter at our house. So uh, we <laughs> awesome. do. It, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's fresh ground. So, um, but, yeah, that's... Kay. That, that's yeah. that's basically how we we treat them as, as humans, cool. you know. And so, cool. um, yeah. I don't see any reason not to. I don't. Care. Well, yeah, they're family, yeah. right? That's yeah. the whole point. And they're very happy and they're very healthy. And I'll just say that Knuckles is twelve years old, and his tests all come back like a seven-year-old. Huskies generally dead be- between the ages of ten and eleven years old, or they're all broken down. And he runs and plays and fights and does everything else that like a seven-year-old or five-year-old dog would do. Good. And 
uh, his vets are always just blown away with his health Good. and they all and I always bring it back around I'm like it's all about nutrition it really yep. is all about it is. nutrition it is so. absolutely for all of us okay so here's what I'm going to do I'm going to wrap this up um, and I'm going to just let Jeff finish with his song and this one has vocals so pay attention we might run a little bit over um, it's a beautiful song so um, we are KUHS Denver uh, we're streaming live to over a hundred thousand people there's a tipping point that we've that we hit which is awesome stuff so I'm very excited about that and for me um, I am Nikki Burnett functional nutritionist which means I look for the root cause of what is bothering my clients and so my company tastes like nutrition this show tastes life radio you can go to my website you can go to Facebook you can find me anywhere pretty much um, <clears throat> I work with all kinds of people from chronic conditions to, you know, general weight loss, hormone dysfunction, things like that. Um, and I think we'll stop there and just let you finish. Well, I'd like to thank you for having me on the show yeah. today. And uh, for 100,000 people out there, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, am, I am also the lead singer of the band Rosin Thief. So, yes, sorry. Um, I don't know if you have a shirt, but like, um, I but have um, a shirt. We Look are, it up, Rosin. R O S I N. Rosin Thief, if you go on to my, <laughs> my Facebook page, you can find it. If you just go on to Facebook and type in Rosin, R O S I N, Thief. Um, and my wife, Megan, plays electric bass and electric cello. My friend Joe Camacho is our uh, percussionist and pianist. And I'm the lead singer in electric guitar. So it's a rock band. It isn't like this. So I want to say one thing real quick, and I, we're still running out of time, but it's really cool because I, I knew Jeff when he met Megan, his wife, and she's the one who made me fall in love with the bass yeah. or the cello. The I don't cello. know which one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And they would play together, and it was magic. Thank you. So Just true magic. So literally, to this day, if I hear a cello, I'm in love. Well, and she's the best cellist I've ever known. Yeah. So, and it's just true. So this is called Checkered Stockings. Shelter underground. A 
KUHSDenver.com, KHS, KUHS streaming live, 200,000 people and more. We'll see you in two weeks, 10 o'clock, Mountain Standard Time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you thought you were going to high five me. All right, all right. <laughs>